413 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Hey, coming up tonight, Art for Arthritis Gala, 5 to 8 p.m. at the Holiday Inn City Center. It's an event that brings together local artists and children who have juvenile arthritis. Enjoy an evening of hors d'oeuvres, dinner, a cash bar, a silent auction, and a live auction featuring the artwork children and artists have created. That's tonight, 5 to 8 at the Holiday Inn City Center, Art for Arthritis Gala. We are very lucky and pleased to be able to have on the phone the former mayor of Sioux Falls. We've been talking about the current mayor all day. Uh, he is the former host of VPU on this station. He is uh, my mentor and the dean of talk radio in Sioux Falls, Mr. Rick Noby. Rick, thanks for being able to get a hold of us up from your your uh, devastated area down there in Florida. <laughs> Yeah, hi Patrick. Hi Dan. Nice to be visiting with you guys. Yeah. It's a it's a beautiful Friday afternoon. Uh I'm at the Titusville Marina sitting up on the flying bridge and so I can see uh the marina. I can see out into the intercoastal waterway and if I turn around just a little bit I can see one of the launch pads from Cape Canaveral. Oh, that's cool. So you're on the boat? Are you on your boat right now? Yeah, yeah, my boat came through fine. I've got a little bit of damage to uh the starboard rub rail. And I've got a little bit of damage to the swim platform and back, but otherwise it's it's fine. There, there's uh, uh, when I was finally able to get back on the boat on Tuesday, the uh, uh, the, the bilge was uh, just as wet as it was when I left. There was no extra water anyplace else, and the damage I've got is minimal. It, it won't even come close to the deductible on the insurance. So it's okay. Life that, is good. That's good news. How about your your physical self? You weathered it okay. My physical self is fine. Good. Um, no broken bones, no blood, uh, no bruises, none of that kind of stuff. That's so it worked out well. So you uh, are down in Titusville, uh, Florida, on your boat and uh, preparing yep. for your adventure and, and retirement down there. Uh, you, but Hurricane Irma sort of put a hold on things and some other stuff. Yep. Tell us about the anxiety of that anticipation leading up to as the hurricane was building up in the Caribbean and, and all the dire warnings. What was that like? I never thought I would become addicted to uh, the Weather Channel on television. Yeah. But you find yourself uh, literally every five minutes checking for the latest here and the latest there. And, of course, you guys were watching it down there and so they up there. So the Weather Channel was giving, giving us stuff go to the local TV stations. The local TV stations here are primarily out of Orlando and um, getting updates from those people. And so as the course of this thing was really a giant question mark, literally until like Saturday afternoon or something like that, um, you just didn't know what to, how, how prepared do you need to be. Mm-hmm. And we just decided that we just better prepare for the worst. So got some sandbags. And uh, and uh, went around the yard and picked up all the debris in the yard. Uh, went over and cleaned out a couple of storm sewers, uh, just in you know the drains in the storm sewers and yeah. stuff like that. Um, made contact with various neighbors and things like that. Make sure the garbage cans were put away and just started hunkering down. Power went out Sunday. I think it was Sunday night about. 6:30, and the winds hadn't even started really hard yet. It was like only 45, 50 miles an hour. But they went. The power went out Sunday night, and um, didn't come back until um, Tuesday night, about seven o'clock. So about 48 hours, give or take a little bit, without power. 
Which is bad, but not as bad as some other folks had it in Florida, right? Oh, yeah. There's still some people here in Titusville without power, and some of them are probably going to be without power a while because according to at least some of the the conversations uh, that uh, were involved in, the some of the, the major grid system of Florida power and light got damaged pretty heavily. And so there's uh, crews everywhere. I, I was just uh, was driving back from Mims, a little town to the north, and there was a caravan of about 10 or 12 utility trucks being escorted by the highway patrol hmm. going up Highway 1. And I have no idea where they were going, but uh, you see a lot of utility trucks and a lot of arborists around. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. cutting up all the trees and taking trimming and everything. There's a lot of trees down, too, aren't there? Oh, yeah, there's trees down everywhere. Trees and signs uh, everywhere. I didn't see a lot of, of specific structural damage uh, where I am. But a couple of roofs uh, got damaged a little bit. Uh, but most of the stuff around here, anyway, at least what I've observed, is the down trees, big piles of debris, and and that sort of thing, and, and signs, realtor signs, and um, McDonald's signs, and stuff like that, uh, kind of in odd places, like in trees and in ditches yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. So where did you ride out the storm? You weren't on your boat. No, I didn't. I didn't stay in the boat. I was very fortunate. I was able to stay at a house uh, in Titusville, and it's a relatively new house. And I don't think there's anything that's like hurricane proof, but this thing is uh, kind of concrete, reading some rebar, uh, reinforced, etc. And um, it was very sturdy. The um, when the winds really picked up on Sunday night. And so, I don't know, about 1 or 2 in the morning. And the room that I was in, uh, there's a giant oak tree over the top, and it was clunking and clunking and clunking. And I had to get out of there. Up against the house? Huh? Up against the house. The tree was hitting the house? Well, it turns out what had happened was there were branches that were breaking off and thumping on the roof and then thumping as they rolled off the roof. Oh, and but I didn't know that, so I relocated uh, in the house, and uh, again went went out the next morning and started picking up. Well, actually, the next afternoon, uh, and started uh, perusing, you know, the yard here and some of the other yards. Um, no, no major tree damage here, but some pretty good sized branches, you know, of, of four and five inches in diameter uh, were were had hit the roof so that's what all the thumping was about oh. and i will confess that was a little unnerving <laughs> i bet you think the tree's going to come through the roof yeah exactly yeah i had visions i'm laying there and i'm thinking let me see how am i gonna die <laughs> but that's the kind Is of the thing wall you, you know you start thinking yeah. about right oh yeah yeah it was just it was amazing you know the thing you and I have been, and Dan's been through, we've been through tornadoes and wind shears and blizzards and stuff like that. Hurricane's a whole different deal. A, you do have time to prepare. And the folks down here are pretty good at preparation. There's some folks around here that uh, that have been through several of these, and so they know what to do. And the government here is pretty good. They made sandbags available, I think, starting Friday or Saturday. Uh, and you could go get uh, 20 sandbags per house. Or ten sand send ten sandbags per house, and in the house that I'm in, that was enough to cover the uh, uh, the, the sliders 
uh, into the kitchen and into the uh, the main room of the house. Yeah. Uh, the other thing interesting about the design here, um, everything is about uh, six or eight inches up, with the exception of those two places. So stepping into the house, it's on a single level. There's no second floor, mm-hmm. but you've got to step up at least four or five inches uh, to get into these things. Oh. And so... And, you know, in our neck of the woods, sometimes you don't have to step up at all. No, so it's a no. different deal. Yeah. We're talking with Rick Noby, the former host of VPU on KSOO and uh, former mayor of Sioux Falls and now current resident of Titusville, Florida, where he rode out Hurricane Irma. Uh, so what did it sound like, Rick? What does a hurricane sound like? When the, when the wind is extremely noisy you and i have heard people talk about like a tornado and it sounds like a locomotive Mm -hmm. uh, coming through it didn't have that sound but it was really loud and uh, the gusts it wasn't like 90 to 100 miles an hour constantly there'd be a really strong push of wind in that 90 to 100 mile an hour range and then it would calm down to like 60 miles an hour but it was still really noisy mm-hmm. even inside the house and then when the branches started falling off this one tree um as i said that got, that was a little disconcerting a little scary well you can't sleep through that right i mean you're just basically sitting there oh yeah you're you're kind of you know biting your fingernails and and uh you know hoping that uh, not only you're okay but everybody around you is okay in the neighborhood um, in Titusville, as far as I know, nobody died. There were no major injuries, uh, nothing like that. So, um, and even after people started running generators here, there haven't been any reports of people, uh, you know, getting uh, succumbing to carbon monoxide poisoning with their generators running. Although there have been, I think, five or six reports along the Atlantic coast of that actually happening, which is really sad. Survive the hurricane and die from carbon monoxide because of the generator placement in your house. What about flooding? Was there an abundance of rain that you had to contend with? Yeah, it, it got about, about somewhere between 6 and 8 inches here. The forecast originally was up to 16, but in Titusville, it was somewhere between 6 and 8. When the, when the hurricane calmed down enough where you could go out, and even after the hurricane was gone, the Titusville authorities said, don't leave your house until after 6 o'clock. Because the winds were still going, you know, 40, 50, 60 miles an hour. And they were concerned about power lines and branches and all that kind of stuff. But um, when I went to go back to the marina to get to the boat, the road to the marina was flooded. And I couldn't get there. They had closed the road. And when I did finally get there on uh, the next day, uh, the marina, I know this sounds really stupid, but the marina was flooded. It was uh, the water had come up over the over the piers, hmm. and um, my boat is now sitting about two feet higher in the water than it normally sits. So it's there's a lot of water around here, Dan. Yeah. So, what is there? Is there one thing that you'll one memory that you'll take away from the hurricane? One the weirdest thing you saw, or the just some moment that you had? I think the the moment when the loudest thud of above the room. When, when I was convinced that thud was going to be a branch coming through the roof and penetrating into the house, that was the, that was the one thing that, and that's right after that, then I just, I moved because yeah. that wasn't going to work very well. That's, that's real fear, 
isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just it was. I we've all been scared in our lives in at various times or another, but um, you just feel this is such a helpless feeling because there's nothing you can do. The the, the tree that that's above the house, it's a big old oak tree, mm-hmm. and it's one of those kind of oaks around here where they they go out they go up a lot but they go out further mm-hmm. and any one of those major branches you know they're 12 14 inches apart uh, mm-hmm. in diameter some of those branches yeah that's yeah they're called live oaks could so. be bad so everybody asks me rick when i when they if they know me and know you and they say how's rick doing where where's rick why don't you give uh people an update on your uh your boating tour and what your plans are. Okay. Well, I was going to do the great loop this year and that's that 5,000 mile trip. And I talked about that on the radio before I left. Well, I got about a hundred miles and starter motor went out on the, one of the engines. So I got laid up here for a while. And then I went out one day, my brother and his wife were down here and I went out one day and, and we were docking the boat when I came back and the transmission on the port side went out. And so I, I ended up laying up here basically all summer getting stuff fixed. And um, I just had a guy in the boat today where uh, we put a new windlass on. That's the thing that raises and lowers the anchor because the old one started not functioning properly. So I'm mm-hmm. in Titusville. I'm going to be here probably another week, maybe another 10 days. And then what I'm hoping to be able to do is go up to Jacksonville, which is about 130 miles north and then enter the St. John's River and then take the St. John's River down to Sanford, Florida and, and yeah. tie the boat up there for the winter. That's the game plan for now. Outstanding. Well, Rick, we're glad to hear that you're safe and that you are uh, headed out on the open seas, um, and we will we'll definitely be in touch, but uh, Godspeed, my okay. friend. Okay. Before we go, i got to do this. Just listen carefully. Hmm. Did you hear that? <laughs> was that the was that the clinking of the cubes? What was that? <laughs> that was the clinking of a gin and tonic. <laughs> well, sitting that's... on the flying bridge, just so you know. And I could never do that when I was working like you're working right now, but now I can. Well, congratulations, sir. Enjoy. Okay, thanks. I'm glad you guys reached out to me, and um, I put something up on my Facebook page today, uh, finally. And so, if people want to go to that, they sure can and get not maybe more detailed than we got into, but just a little update. And yes, my friends, I promise I will do it more often. Outstanding. Thanks, Rick. Okay. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Patrick. Bye, Rick. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. While you're getting ready, 